there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hola. Hello. This call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow. Ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow. Now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier. Thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. If you don't believe in a curse in football, then you, you never win after the Fernando yeah, yeah, Torres yeah. one. You almost went to Liverpool. Why didn't you go? And you went, I can't talk about that. You can say the linesman scored. It was a goal coming from the moon or from the Anfield Road stands. Without Jurgen Klopp, we don't get to that massive valuation and Liverpool actually get bought by and become the thing they hate. That kind of rivalry, you are either energised by it or you're not, yeah. or you're exhausted by it. And I think deep down, Mourinho, of course, is energised by it. But Rafa Benitez, deep down, is energised by oh, it Oh, he's as absolutely well. loving it. It didn't matter what the score was. Yeah, Everyone's yeah, waiting yeah. for that. Who's he going to call out? Oh, oh yep. <laughs> we did you, boys. We did you, boys. No, do you know what? Again, you've, you've taken me to a deeper depth of hell. Oh. Here. Because we took them when they loved it. You just got bad. You just got bad. You just got bad. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Ripple Effect. If you've listened to the topical podcast, you've just like bounced into this one. Very topical. Oh, you lucky, lucky things. Lucky, lucky ladies. <laughs> I am once again joined by Lawrence McKenna and Zach Jalab. Love that. To, and it's almost like we planned it to talk about the Liverpool and Chelsea rivalry. Because as we're doing this podcast, week after week, I think all roads lead to certain places. Emmy Martinez. Sure. Lionel Messi. Steven Gerrard. Mm-hmm. And... I've been waiting to do it. I know that I know certain people, Chris Ryan, I know, who was in the very first podcast, hmm. I know he'll be hurting because I think he wanted to to talk about the slip and just broadly the rivalry. And Steven Gerrard is a big part of this Chelsea-Liverpool rivalry, which we're going to dive into. I'm sorry, in are this, we getting into that on this? Yeah. I need a briefing on that. I needed, I needed, <laughs> I need to be told. Let's check it. Well, well, emotionally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you good? Well, I'll okay, be fine. we'll get don't to worry, that. Yeah, Stick worry. around. Yeah. <laughs> Loz is going to have a little little cry on, mm. live mm. on the podcast, although you won't be hearing it live. Um, if you are new to the podcast, make sure you hit the follow button and give, a, give us a five-star rating. This rivalry is quite a recent one. Yeah, well, it got even hotter the other night after that result. Just, I don't know which <laughs> result it was, but it was... Yeah, and then yeah. you go, one nil. Yeah. <laughs> you panicked me there. <laughs> that was so good. Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought that that... Result happened, yeah. but it did. It did happen. <laughs> probably a draw. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Probably a draw. We yeah. are recording well, we this thought, before yeah. the game between the the pair, and what a game it was! Great moments. Everyone Bru- gave everything. Bruno on the touchline, eh? It was yeah. a full ninety minutes from both sides. <laughs> I say that. Yeah. yeah, no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Um, but going back, so first place I want to start with, because we can talk about the slip. We can talk about the Champions League semi-finals. Yes, please. The first place I think we kind of need to go because they first played each other Christmas Day. Um, <laughs> 1907, Loz. Remember that one? Uh, Rory Jennings does. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, But when did the rivalry first begin? Is, to save people the time of diving into uh, 1907 and that game, which I don't even know the uh, result to. Good game. Let's go to 2002, 2003. Okay. Sorry, can I I call out when it was for me? Yeah, let's start there. So... um, so it's only a little bit before that. It's 1996, 1997, and Liverpool and Chelsea are kind of in similar fluxes at that point, right? So Liverpool are not as good as they used to be, fiending for a, a title in a couple of cups, winning, sometimes not. Yes. Chelsea very much on the up. Yeah. Crossing over. Mm. Liverpool go 2-0 up, and I remember this game so vividly, 2-0 mm. up. And we are listening to it in the place that we are, my dad and I. And my dad goes, okay, we can get in the car now. Liverpool are 2-0 up. <laughs> and Chelsea score four goals in the second half, starting with Mark Hughes, then Zola, and then two from Viali. 
And I remember crying in the car and just going, I hate Chelsea. Wow. <laughs> and so, and but I, as a, obviously as a kid, I didn't even know what I hated. I just didn't like Chelsea. Right. But I just hated. So, that just to clear that. this up, would you say that you hate Chelsea? Where do they rank? If you had a sort of, uh, you had a, a tier list of that. Where do, where are Chelsea? Are they right near the top for you and then broadly Liverpool fans? They're pretty hot. No, they're not at the top because the, we know the top is Manchester United. Brentford, um, yeah. Yeah. Brentford obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'd say they're a high level of dislike. Right. <laughs> right. Well put. They're a, they're a, they're a medium dislike. Right. Yeah? Um, because of, I, Zach said it before we started rolling, we feel as fan bases that we represent different things. And the thing I always think of when I think of Chelsea and Liverpool fans talking is um, a Guy Ritchie film where he does the Northerners and he does the Southerners and they talk. And as they walk away, the two Scouse guys go, Southern fairies, fucking, you know. And the two Northern and the two Southern guys go, fucking Northern monkeys. Like, they don't know what they're doing, idiots. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of how, as a fan base, I think we feel about each other. I yeah, think with you, Zach, you. You must get lost in this sometimes because the stereotypical, actually you probably like have issues with this at times, but like the stereotypical Chelsea fan that people will throw at you, that's not you, is it? Not me at all. No, not me at all. So How do you deal with that? I think I'm quite, uh, I think in football in general, I'm quite uh, calm. I think that's just me in general as a person, but also with football. Like, I think part of it's just working in football and, and, and just having, like, since I was 18, I've been doing this kind of stuff. So, and but talking about every football team. And so, yes, whilst I support Chelsea, I've also, like, grown appreciation for, like, how Liverpool built their teams and, like, um, we don't want fantastic it. Don't football want that Man City plays on and so forth. <laughs> sure you don't and, so, um, <laughs> and so, like, I think I kind of lost any any real, like, getting annoyed by the teams. Like people say, like, do you not just hate it when like watching those play? Like there are other people that like won't watch yeah. a football game unless it's their team. It's the ebbs and, and flows of it, me. isn't it? Is it you working in the industry, you just yeah. get used to the the build up and then the fall. The yeah. build up the ebb and flow yeah, of everything. Exactly. And it obviously with the people we're broadcasting to, some of them are a lot younger than we are. So they've only witnessed one build up and they're mm. now witnessing the first fall. And so to them that feels all encompassing. But to us we're going Oh no, we're just yeah. surfing the we're surfing like our fifth wave at this. And every yeah, se- every season, there's like several clubs that have that are going through their up, and there are several clubs that are going through their down. And and you've seen this every season now for seven years. And so mm-hmm. like when people are like you're not just annoyed at like Graham Potter and Chelsea, it's like we'll come back round. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly enough, we'll probably win a we win a trophy in a couple of years, or, or the same thing with like United, where it's like United you know, win everything. Yeah, now you're going through your down period. You got everything hard. Things are looking good again. Like yeah. that's just football. And so I find I find it quite like. I find it baffling to me, absolutely baffling. It's why I always like when I see like fan accounts and like um, and like people that are like an Arsenal fan or a Chelsea fan, whatever, doing like YouTube things or, t- or TikTok, like the new ones on TikTok. Have you ever heard of guy, an app called TikTok? Guys? <laughs> um, they're like, doing like their, their one minute ma- re- match reaction, and it's this like fifteen year old kid like losing Screaming, his yeah, mind yeah. because Chelsea have lost to Aston Villa, and to me, I'm like. I don't know how you care that much. Do you, like, I mean, make I a name for himself, innit? Yeah. The I one just, thing I would say is Yeah, that, no, exactly that. Exactly. Yeah. That. The feelings still remain, though. Like, oh, yeah. oh, I'm amazed. Oh, I'm literally really... Oh. I'm upset that I'm so upset about QPR at the moment. I thought I, thought right. I was past this. Yeah. But yeah. it's honestly killing me <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. Like, how how disappointing we are. And it's like, we can't just fix it, like, win those games. So I think maybe it's slightly remain. different for me, maybe, compared to QPR. Like, I essentially kind of know that Chelsea will probably be okay eventually one day. Yes. Like, yeah, they yeah, spend yeah, too yeah. much money to not be. Yeah. It might be slightly different if, if you are. Like, I, I appreciate you saying I don't that. Know, <laughs> I don't know about you. I don't know if you've ever thought about this. I've always kind of not, I've not looked on jealousy with it. No, not at all. Not at all. But I always do wonder, like, if you're a fan of a League One club or a Championship club, right? How that, how that feels, if that makes sense. Sure. Like the idea of yeah. one season you could be up there and get promoted, or the next season you could get relegated. Mm. And I don't think nowadays, and I think just because some of these clubs just have too much money, it won't happen. But the likes of Chelsea, the likes of Liverpool, Manchester United, City, so on and so forth, they just unless something catastrophic happened and like owed lots of money, whatever it might be. Yeah. But if like an average day. They're never going to have to deal with that. It's just you're more um, used to loss and failure, <laughs> like <laughs> quite literally. So you kind of then go, oh, okay. Well, see, this, this again, maybe I'm wrong with but this. But then like, I look. At, I don't that... know about you. Like when I go, when we go to Wembley, mm-hmm. right? Oh, nice day out, great day out. 
when QPR go to Wembley, yeah. it must be like, Insanity. oh my yeah. God, this is amazing. Sure. Yes, because it happens once in 20 odd years. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, yeah, totally. So back to Liverpool. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> QPR, QPR. Do, when, I say Liverpool, when I say Liverpool to you through the lens of being a Chelsea fan, what do, what do you think? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? I'll, tell you, I'll give for you a me, second. Respect. I'll go and go for like it. Like for me, respect. But again, I don't. I'm a respect. I wouldn't wow. say. I wouldn't say. I really have booked the wrong. That typical yeah, Chelsea. Really, yeah, I would have, yeah. have that typical like. Who could other you have people? Got? <laughs> other people might be a lot more like. What would hated. other people say then? I think they'd go go, go the ghost goals. Ghost goals. I can't do the accent. Yeah, that's okay. sure. I think ghost goals. One they'd always mention straight away. Like that was the beginning of I think the rivalry. The anger or, yeah. of the of the both clubs being very good rivalry as well. Yes. Um, and how I also how, think that that was also down to the fact that again we felt at odds with. Chelsea. So Liverpool mm. felt they well, weren't we, we spending bought all this money. You yeah. bought all the money oh, in. Yeah. The Abramovich stuff had obviously happened. We obviously didn't like that. Mm. Um, I think broadly, maybe fans have come to accept that now. But then you also have Mourinho, and he was a very outgoing, yeah. very perfect villain. The perfect, perfect villain. villain. Yeah. But also to Chelsea, Rafa is not a Chelsea man. So he's the perfect anti-hero right. for that, or the perfect anti-villain for them, if that makes sense. So he was this, you know, considered quite quiet sort of you know quite pleasant guy yeah. that we took into our hearts and, and so we were so we were at the complete opposite end but they both played really similar football <laughs> just with completely different ways of motivating the players That's to true. get there what's quite I'm interesting about, about those managers sorry Zach, is um, with Liverpool I think you kind of you, you've had Klopp for so long you're kind of used to sort of loud bombastic but actually Gerard Houllier mm-hmm. quite Quite a quiet gentleman. Very. Bob Paisley, definitely the same. Extremely. Roy Evans, exactly yeah. the same. Yeah. Even but Kenny Dalglish, well. Kenny Dalglish, definitely very understated. Yeah. I never really thought about in that. his first period. Let's not yeah. remember the t-shirt. There was a sort <laughs> of. It's interesting. There was that. There was a space for someone like that. You know, yeah. we, so in the podcast we've just done, we're talking about Graham Potter, and, yeah. and you often go to personality and, and being the fit there. That at odds phrase that you're using is so spot on for Chelsea because Mourinho was just. Box office. Box office. Honestly, I don't know if people... Always has been. Always. There is is only one equivalent for me that I can think of Mourinho. And I think there's like a Michael Jackson mania that you could could do the equivalent of Jose Mourinho. Because people, the press in particular, ate out of this guy's hand. Yeah. Yeah. And he was so sexy. Because he was. So sexy. And And that is the word. I literally went, oh my God. As a Liverpool fan, I was watching clips of him and going, I want you. And and there was also a thing at one point... He could have gone to Liverpool and it was a weird comment that he made when he first sort of was early going to Chelsea mm. where someone went, you almost went to Liverpool. Why didn't you go? And he went, I can't talk about that. And everyone went, what oh, is it? It could have been you, ours. Yeah, could yeah. Have been, you could have been with us. We but could have been toxic and horrible. There is, I've been thinking about this recently because <laughs> when there's so many different managers and managers are getting younger now and like everyone, say Middlesbrough fans are just absolutely loving uh, yeah, Carrick, Carrick at the moment. Last, If you are, you need to be under, the sexiest manager mm-hmm. is ideally, ideally um, sort of Latin. But it, but if not, the most important things sort of under forty two, sure, and and kind of and like rem- still kind of remembering. <laughs> there you go. Oh. See, he turned cusp, sell by date. But he, no, gone. wait a minute, because he got the good haircut when he went there. Anyway, yeah, yeah, he, well, he tried to get the glow up to go. No, sure. no, 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 I'm forty. Right. I'm forty. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But, I passed for forty, is what he says. On his dating profile, it just said looks forty. But it is interesting that the, the, the personality of those two, because we are going to get into sort of Rafa Mourinho. Uh, there's a big thing with that. Like, I think with Liverpool. You want to be the good guys, mm-hmm. always. And the manager is also a good guy. Chelsea, they're just not the too guys. bothered. No, yeah. let's, let's get to that, that 2004 sort of period, because 2003, May 11th, 2003. Here's a quote. Chelsea grabbed the big money by spending virtually nothing, uh, read the match report in the Telegraph, after uh, Jesper Gronkia scored the goal that gave Chelsea a 2-1 win over Liverpool on the final day of 2002-2003. So for those who don't know, that game decided which team got into the Champions League. And sort of around that time, there's the famous story that Bramovich was flying over and said, mm. oh, what's that? Was going to buy Tottenham, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> Another thing with Tottenham, just have to like curdle inside <laughs> oh. them, right? And deal with. Uh, so... Jesper Gronkia was a kind of middling to good mm. winger who sort of uh, got the goal, scored it past uh, Jersey Dudek in May 11, 2003. Little did he know that he or anybody watching realised that the importance of the goal would not only uh, have on Chelsea Football Club, but English football. Gronkia's mm. goal proved the match winner and therefore secured fourth place and a spot in the Champions League for Claudio Ranieri's side. Liverpool managed by Gerard Julio, Claudio Ranieri, an interesting one as well. Probably a good guy, too much of a good yeah, guy, maybe. Good guy. Uh, they finished three points behind. Uh, here's 
a really good uh, quote from Mark Fleming in The Independent in 2011. I know, Loz, you would have read this one, so you probably read it verbatim, but I'm going to read it out. It was dubbed the £20 million match, but that was a drop in the ocean compared to what it proved to be to Chelsea, as within weeks, Abramovich had swept in on his white charger and uh, bought the club for £140 million. Eight years on, his outlay was close to £1 billion. Pounds. But had Liverpool won on that spring day, who knows what might have happened. Bramwich might would almost certainly have taken his rubles elsewhere and Chelsea could have suffered a similar fate to Leeds or possibly worse as they were facing financial oblivion mm. at the time. Is uh, We can talk about other ripple effects. That's the biggest one, yeah. surely. But as you mentioned, as the article says, not just, not just in Chelsea, English football. Like we came, or Roman came in and was like, "Okay, I'll have that. I'll have that one. Yeah, please, thank you. How much? Yeah, no worries. Change and the and the rest. We'll spend on this guy." Like then, obviously, Man City. Does that happen? Do they do they even get bought out? So on and so forth. Like, uh, is we call now? I think maybe it's you know English bias, but I think a lot of people believe the Premier League is the best league in the world. It's obviously the one that makes the most money. It spends the most money. Goodness gracious, look at the look at the summer transfer window. And without Roman Abramovich in two thousand three, without that goal, um, maybe that doesn't happen. I mean, maybe it still does happen. Technically, he goes and by Spurs, and they're the ones that go and by Didier Drogba, and they're the ones that go and by um, everybody under the sun. Um, but in terms of Chelsea, like. Yeah, it could be it could be very, very, very different. Very, mm. very different. Absolutely. Right, uh, we are going to have a little break and then we'll be back. Well, I can't say we'll be back. We will. I'm going to say it slow for now. We will be back with some fantastic quotes from Rafa Benitez and Jose Mourinho. Hola. Hello, this call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow. Ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow. Now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier. Thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. So Abramovich comes in, mm-hmm. Ranieri sticks around. And again, talking about those managers, because it just sort of, it was on my mind there. Ranieri a little bit too much of a good guy. And mm. actually before, what sort of occurred was uh, it was glamour more than anything else. It was about being glamorous and sort of Italian will do with that. But Glenn Hoddle sort of came in initially, then Rude Hullet, then Viali. Hullet, I think it's still so Who cool. was after v- Viali? I can't remember if that was Ranieri off the back of him. Quite possibly. I think it might have been. Anyway, not important. The important thing is that Ranieri got that first season with Abramovich, but, and whilst he was doing well, and I think they finished second, there was always that feeling that he would be out the door. Of course, Mourinho wins the Champions League with Porto. Does he get the job regardless of winning that, do you think? Or do you think that what he does there and, and everything that's going on there, do you think his personality was destined for Chelsea regardless? I mean, no, nobody can come into a press conference and go, yeah, I'm the special one. Like, that's Amazing, isn't it? Crazy. You, we, talk about, we talk about personalities in football. Does he He's... say that line if he doesn't win the Champions League? But still gets the job. Does he? Uh, say no. I, I, I don't know. I think he backs himself. I think he backs himself, but I don't think it's quite as special. It's hard to say a special when you've just lost the Champions League final. Yeah. Lucky boy. Uh, so, but yeah, he comes in and it's him against Rafa. Here are some absolutely gorgeous quotes. Just like, feel free to, I'll, I'll stop talking after each one. You just tell me what you think about them. So this one's Mourinho, May 2005. Uh, you could, this is after the ghost goal. Sure. You can say the linesman scored. It was a goal coming from the moon or from the Anfield Road stands. The best team lost and didn't deserve to lose. This is my favourite bit. After they scored, only one team played. The other one just defended the whole game. Mm-hmm. What was he known for? <laughs> what did Jose used to do? Yeah. Quite a lot. Don't know how many buses he's parked in his time. Was... I always think that's a good ripple effect of uh, of parking the bus, which Jose Mourinho went on to do so much. That he, well crea- well. he created that phrase. Yes. He he had such a knack, and you'll, you'll do more, I assume, of like, if something didn't go his way in the game, or say Chelsea were bad or whatever it might have been, I've never seen someone who who looked at... Like, I think a lot of managers will look at a press conference like, oh, great, I've now got to go talk about it. I think he looked at press conferences like, this is my power play mm-hmm. on how I can make... So we've just played poorly. Make this about me. 
It was yeah. everyone, forget, everyone forget about everyone forget about the bad result that just happened. This is oh, I've the, the referee embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. Embarrassed, and then it's like, oh my god, like they're so right. Jose, look, Jose, Chelsea, Chelsea lost three 0 Jose Mourinho rant. Blah blah blah. Yeah, like, yeah. That's the talking point. Have you ever seen Tipping Point? Yeah, yeah. So you know they put they put like a coin at the top yeah. and you go. Duh, duh, duh. That's the sort. That is the filter of Mourinho. If it's not like here's here's your defeat. <laughs> here's your defeat token. Yeah, and everyone's going to talk about how bad you are. No, we're not. Yeah. We're popping it through here. <laughs> Where does it go? <laughs> now, like, obviously, he's not in the league, but it started kind of that thing of like when, say, Liverpool lost uh, mm. or, or Manchester United lose, like, guy, people are like, I can't wait to see like the, the interview with Jurgen Klopp. I think Jurgen Klopp's actually really good at it as well. He he can he can be fantastic um, to the press to the press. Um, but Jose, I just remember even when he was at Spurs and when he was at United, like if it didn't go well, everyone's just waiting for the. Didn't matter what the score was. Yeah, everyone's yeah, waiting yeah. for the. Who's he going to call out? Do, do you know Conte was really good at it. Look at the, look at what recently was he? <laughs> Conte was well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe not. you run out of battery there. Yeah, yeah maybe not so. Maybe not so. Do you know what was really but... interesting about that was Mourinho was a rent a quote. Like he he could just give you something. And that's why yeah. journalists loved him because and, and people were. It got to the point where people were so ready for it. Yeah, they well, knew mate. it wasn't like it wasn't like um it wasn't like there's a possibility. It was like oh they've lost, so he's gonna say something odd, and then they would talk about that or talk about the fact that he's done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard rumors apparently that the press room at Chelsea. For like when for, for Jose was like crazy. Yeah, like people were like like well, piling yeah. in yeah, just to it. see like what what was he going to do like. And as you mentioned, like because they they were loving him, it's going to mm. get them even more clicks. Whereas what I found quite interesting was when you remember when Rafa mm. became Chelsea manager. Obviously, we might get onto that at some point. But when Rafa became Chelsea manager, I spoke to a few journalists, and one or two of them. There was one one quote from one guy that stands out to me particularly. He went, he'd been working as a journalist for like twenty years, and he went, oh yeah, quite like him actually. And I was like didn't you like cover Liverpool when he was there? And he went, yeah, but I didn't go to the press conferences. <laughs> and I was like, so you were saying that you were pretending that you could kind of characterise Rafa Benitez in the same time as you were piling into the back of the room to see Mourinho. And he was like, yeah, but Mourinho was box office. And I was like, yeah, but that seems almost unfair on Rafa Benitez it, yeah. that he doesn't, that your journalistic skill is overwritten by this almost girlish glee yeah. that you're like oh look it's the, it was, it's the fit boy at school it, who's it coming yeah the quarterback's it coming this. it's this mental <laughs> journalists had crushes on this guy people oh, wanted yeah. to be they, met, yeah if you didn't you're <laughs> almost coat. weird yeah, I remember t- like just talking to even the Henry Winters of the world and those kind of people they're just like oh he's just he, yeah but he's just brilliant though isn't mm. he like just look at the way he lays the words out like it's just all this stuff you, you, that, that misogyny that is put upon uh, women all the time of like oh you know are you still attractive that's kind of happened with Mourinho, Mourinho a little yeah, bit yeah. because he was like so I've got vavavoom in my head is the word but sure. like just had that about him Even and then when it back, started to like, turn it was like oh he's not but that was because he so Mourinho was fascinating head. That, but that was part of it so Mourinho was very image conscious right mm. and he shaved his head because he said we all want to be warriors or something like that didn't he and he made loads of people shave their head loads of people in the team did it and Mourinho always had this thing. Rafa Benitez looks the same, whether the team is in the relegation zone or the team is like challenging for the title, right? Always the same. Yeah. Mourinho, if things are terrible, looks like hell. Like he's just, <laughs> like he slept in a bush last night. Yeah. And the complete opposite. And so over the years, I, I guess it's kind of, you know, obviously Mourinho won more. But for Rafa, there is this kind of consistency. That's true. Generally, it is a, it's, management's so brutal from that point of view because you sort of become a manager sort of late 30s mm-hmm. and then naturally your body is getting worse. Yeah. Right? You're, you've, you've gone past that sort of that moment. And so the way that the managers age from like within a 10 year span, it's just brutal, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Ancelotti but, just always looks exactly the same. He seems to hang in there, doesn't he? Yeah, that, that, that eyebrow is still standing proud. Mm. So here's the next one. Uh, did the best team win? I don't think so. In a one-off game, maybe they will surprise me and they can do it. In the Premiership, the distance between the teams is 45 points over two seasons. That's Mourinho in April 2006. He loved, sure. By the way, should, he loved these guess, kind of let things. Let us guess who said it. By the way, the one thing about this is Mourinho invented troll Twitter with yes. those kinds of comments where he goes, <laughs> over. no one in their right mind back in the day was going, but over two seasons, it's a 45-point yeah, gap. Yeah. It just wasn't happening. That's it. Totally, totally ready. Like to have those stats ready. Yeah. Well, that's the thing as well. But at the time, people would have gone, well, that's a good stat, fair enough. Yeah. Whereas now we would go, they've got that stat ready. Yeah. Because we're sort of so used to it all. Back then they went, oh, he's a scholar of the game. I think you can, I mean, I think this is an easy one. We have our special ones here. They are our fans. 
who always play with their hearts. We don't need to give away flags to our fans to wow. wave. Our support- that was another thing. That was another thing we had, really. Yeah. Our supporters are always there with their hearts, and that is all we need. It's the passion of the fans that helps win matches, not flags. Was that Roy Hodgson? <laughs> um, yeah, obviously that's Rafa. Yeah. And I think Rafa, Rafa was quite rileable. Do you think, do you think some managers like Rafa, for instance, mm-hmm. would have seen what Jose was doing? I'm just like, okay, I've got to up my game. No, I think he this. had a genuine um, disdain for what Mourinho was okay. doing. And I think that was part Again, of the problem. Again, at odds, aren't they? they yeah. As personalities, they are at odds. E- even Rafa's wife Rafa said will bite, though, won't he? Rafa will definitely... Oh, I mean, he had facts. He does another one here. Real Madrid, a third, Real Madrid are the third of Jose Mourinho's old teams that Rafa has coached. Oh, sorry, this is... Uh, this uh, is his from, wife. This is Montserrat uh, Sierra. Oh, right, okay. Uh, we tidy up his messes. Yeah, if that's his wife. It, of course you end up crossing past. Right. There are only a few world-class clubs, clubs out there. But yeah, Rafa, Rafa's a funny one because he's kind of calm, but he'll also have a little bite, which just adds to the to the needle of it all. And I think he he had the propensity to get a little bit angry sometimes, and but that anger would like boil under the surface, mm. whereas Mourinho... Yeah, we just let it out. Crucially, it does come to football matches, and yeah. those you had the the League Cup final. I think you need you need the characters within it as well, and you know the that League Cup final where uh, Mourinho hushes the the Liverpool fans, but then the ghost goal is crucial because there is an injustice there for mm. the Chelsea fans. No, we and don't know if it went in or not, though. Did we? We'll so. never know. We'll never. We'll know. never know. Although someone did map it a few years ago. Do you remember they did like a sort of retrospective go? Um, VAR right. thing and they were like the full ball didn't touch the didn't cross the line so it technically wasn't a goal <laughs> right but it's I think that's one of those ones where you can you'll get the truth actually from fans if you offer them that option because sure. I think you, Liverpool fans would naturally go don't need to see it I don't want to see it yeah right I, think I don't want to see it I don't want like if, if someone can go to me, I can I can tell you uh, like it cro- whether it crossed the line or not, and I'm like no, it ruins I, think, the, I like, think it ruins the like everyone likes like the ghost girl, right? Like, okay, that's what Var sort of took away from. But yeah, I get your point. Yeah, yeah, true. Right, the ghost. I mean, was it a goal? Do you think it was a goal or not? Just to... uh, I'll say yes. Why not? I sort, of <laughs> oh, really? ruined, I sort of ruined it there, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the Steven Gerrard aspect. All roads lead to Steven. Yeah, but also yeah. the also what we do forget is the Gerrard versus Lampard thing, and. Uh, yeah. And also then Mourinho's love for Gerard, that was this constant that, pursuit of. Was that just to make Lampard jealous? To be like, my dad, my dad loves another, like my right. love, my other son, my oh, older yeah. brother. Oh, like, interesting. I never thought and that of makes that, me though. like try to work hard to get better. He was definitely Machiavellian enough to do that, <laughs> but I don't know if we credit. Uh, this yeah, is the other yeah. thing with Mourinho. Because yeah, people yeah. thought yeah. Mourinho was such a genius, anything that went well, everyone went genius yeah brilliant yeah, yeah, He's me- yeah. he meant that he meant that and there were times where he didn't mean that yes do you okay this rivalry things happen in the games right but the most key component it, that's Mourinho right does this does this continue if it's a different manager uh, uh, as opposed from Rafa Benitez is the only crucial part of this rivalry the villain of I think the villainous Jose Mourinho. I think seriously. at its peak, it was yeah. Jose was involved even even when he came back. Like the game but, uh, the but are we sat here talking about this if Jose Mourinho is not part of all this? Not as not, not like way. this. I don't no, think you we, are. We, we no. spoke like oh, there were two teams that were both very good at, at periods. Yeah, uh, but good not about, that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but like, whereas the reason, yeah, the reason we are now is because like you go back to most of these incidents, which are big incidents. Yeah. It is Jose? He's willing to light the touch paper. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with yeah, with real joy mm-hmm. in his heart. Well, well. No, that's what he meant to do, and that's the funny bit. Is like I think in England as well, and especially with teams like Liverpool, we were used to Chelsea first of all being below us, mm. but secondly, with that hierarchy, we then go, look, you don't do it like this. All right, that's not how you do things. Yeah. So when he comes in and starts doing this new act, of course, there's like a resistance to yeah. it that people are kind of drawn tried, to. I think they tried to do it again when Tuchel was in charge. Yeah, because it was the well, Klopp was Dortmund right, manager. Yeah. Like and everyone had been Replaced like the, yeah, yeah the replacement, and now now they're both in the same league, and, mm. and and they tried to make it there. There was an incident with Frank Lampard and Klopp as well, yeah. and piped um, down. It yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, Frank, yeah, it was yeah. actually Frank Lampard and the whole bench. Yeah, 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 but again, like that kind of well, that didn't really work out in the end. But I think with Tuchel, they they did legitimately kind of be like, well. Here are two sides that are trying to fight for the Premier League and also kind of at the same level, but also the history, like the story. You mentioned earlier about the narratives, like football is all about narratives, mm. and you had a perfect one there for uh, the guy that Tom, um, 
uh, Klopp's replacement at Mines and and Dortmund, and now he's coming to to um, to Chelsea, and this is like they're going clash heads to heads, yeah. and they face obviously in in finals several times. But, then, but you've got to want it, haven't you? Yeah, you've got to yeah, want yeah, the rivalry. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's want... what Mourinho Mourinho loved. Oh, loved it. So loved Tuchel it didn't everyone. want it. Still does. Tuchel didn't want their rivalry. I don't think Klopp wanted it either because yeah. I do think there's an element of the mutual respect. They don't want to have their two. Yeah. They don't want to have their two quotes put back to back in an article and then put at odds with each yeah. other. Whereas Benitez and Mourinho wanted to be opposites because, you know, the weird thing about it was there are many similarities mm-hmm. in the way the two of them play the game. True. And so they were both very smart, both very shrewd, both like liked a certain kind of player, all these kind of things. And I just think Mourinho had a level of disrespect for the people like Rafa who were, you know, slightly older, slightly just a bit more genteel. Yeah. And the funny thing was the ghost goal would barely matter if it hadn't gone on to be the winning goal yeah. that got Liverpool into the thing that Mourinho could call himself the special one for yeah, yeah, yeah. like that was what made it so great for us it was it was like we it wasn't a Premier League goal where it was like yeah. did it happen didn't it it was the goal that changed that tie mm. because at that point it was one nils and nil nils and they were just really tense horrible affairs I think, it's I think, I think well, it, got, yeah. it got it got as well doubled down upon afterwards when he never won the Champions League with Chelsea, mm-hmm. and yeah. that was the trophy exactly. where it was like this is the one he wants. Like, and we took the one. Rafa Tuller through the streets at that point. Like we had a big frame with Rafa Benitez in it, and like lots of European cups, and that was what got people on board. That changed Rafa's fortunes at yeah. the club. You, I think as well when you talk about say say Pep and um, Jurgen Klopp. They won't have this rivalry. And I think the bottom line of it is when it comes to Rafa and Mourinho, because Mourinho's tried to have it with Pep. And once again, Pep, yeah. what, he was yeah. just not having it. Mm-hmm. It either That kind of rivalry, you are either energised by it or you're not, yeah. or you're exhausted by it. And I think deep down, Mourinho, of course, is energised by it. But Rafa Benitez, deep down, is energised by oh, it Oh, he's as absolutely well. loving it, yeah. The other thing, when it comes to that, that game in 2005, that Champions League game, and and both actually because you obviously got through twice against them. Yeah. That's the difference between the where Chelsea at that time hadn't won the Champions mm. League. We're getting to the point where we should be winning the Champions League. We've got the guy who gets you the Champions League. There was still that sort of uh, a lovely moment for Liverpool fans, despite not winning the league and domestically not being dominant like Chelsea were. They were still able to go with their history in their back pocket, a little pat on the head. Yeah, it was. Like, One day. No, yeah, One day. I guess. No, I, no, you're great. You're doing great stuff, kid, in the domestic uh, leagues. But... This is Champions League. So <laughs> well, yeah, we, there were chants about it. And obviously now there's uh, for six at the same time. Liverpool's identity was that we were, and still are, the most successful European club in England by double what anyone else had done. Yes, absolutely. And right. triple what Chelsea had done. We must move on to the Steven Gerrard aspect of it. I just need to get this out of me um, <laughs> to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Nicky in VR? Yeah. No. Um, uh, my first thought when I think Liverpool-Chelsea and we're talking about painful moments is the most painful moment of, of all. Really? Uh, Phil Babb. Um, uh, when, yeah, right. <laughs> you won't know this. Casiraghi was a player for, for <laughs> Chelsea and there was a moment where Phil Babb and I really do hope he does have both testicles and if he doesn't that doesn't make me look at him any differently no. but I do know that he, he crossed, the first thing when I think about those two is again and when you said 1997 the first thing that entered my mind and I'm sure everyone's thinking about now when he, Phil Babb tries to sort of stop a goal going in I think the ball goes Ooh. in right? Uh, does he save it? I can't remember. I can't remember yeah, but Phil Babb literally with, goes into the post He babbed himself. He, yeah he got babbed mm. Uh, We will be back after this. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. 
got babbed. You just got babbed. You just got babbed. You just got babbed. Do you want to carry on? That's too good. That needs to go in. Right. The Stephen Gerrard aspect. Is Gerrard the personification of this rivalry? So Gerrard, he scored an own goal in the uh, Liverpool 2-Chelsea 3 match in 2005, which decided the match. And that was the sort of beginning, really, as much as anything, of the Benitez-Mourinho rivalry. And it was the flirting. He said himself he regretted and he felt it damaged his reputation a little bit. Uh, I regret the little bit of flirting, midst of flirting, crucially, back then and how that all blew up. Mm-hmm. If he had have gone there, how is Steven Gerrard looked upon? Because it was off the back of winning that Champions League and completely getting mm-hmm. them there. But of course, you know, one man, one man team, one team man. And everything he did for them and obviously everything that happened, we're going to be talking about that as well in a second. But if he is one of those players who was there, did brilliantly, moved on, there's a very different feel around Steven Gerrard. Hugely different. I think people start to talk about him in, well, not even slightly. They were burning shirts. You know, you remember. Here's one for you. Off the top of your head, it's probably unfair. But when you have that sort of list. Yeah. It's Gerard. It's Dalglish. So Dalglish, I think, right. is but through re- um, sort of rose-tinted glasses, will always be there because of the support so he's given families yes. through Hillsborough and those kind of things. And that's right, I think. And right. I do think that era of football is sort of held up as this incredible era. He also went, obviously, went on to be manager and won things with that. So he's there. I mean, it's Where Gerard does, immediately. So, so right. Yeah. So top three at the very least. Yeah. Where does Gerard drop to in the list? Oh, like he's out the another... list. It's basically like you, you won the Champions Nowhere League. Nowhere near sure. the starting 11. Nowhere near the starting all 11 for all time. Is he a Carragher? He's, no. no he's, he's actually probably Lower than Carragher. below Carragher at that okay. point. Because, I mean, you, basically people go, well, you went to another team to try and win things. And yeah. that's not, no one values that at any club, do they? And I think with that as well, it was the it was the awkward flirting. It was the fact that the club felt they were aspiring at the time. And he went, well, I'm aspiring to go somewhere else. That was what hurt people, was it was like, finally, we've got our 21st century. We've upgraded everything. Gerard Houllier had sort of dragged us into the 21st century because Liverpool has spent such a long time telling themselves, no, it's, the Premier League isn't the way you do it. You don't do the money like this. It's, it, it is the boot room. It is all these things. Gerard Houllier had upgraded things and then Rafa Benitez had come in and sort of just refined little bits of it. And then Gerard just goes, cool, I'm off. And I remember thinking, like, mm, do we do I do we actually want to keep you now? Like, I was so relieved that he stayed, but at the same time, I, did you want that hanging? Yeah, you were hurt. It was hanging over you, and you also sort of went, yeah, I sort of get it. Like, it's Jose Mourinho. Like, of course, you want to work with Mourinho. Do you think that sometimes teams are actually worse off by the understandable? retention of your yes, star absolutely. player. I think we're 100%. kind of seeing it with Harry Kane. 100%, I'm starting yeah. to feel that so way. Coutinho left Liverpool and, and that was, we look in retrospect, we joined the dots backwards and go, thank God he left mm. because our midfield would be so different with him. Mm. It wouldn't have, you wouldn't be able to have the Wijnaldum, Fabinho and those guys. So, would Liverpool with Gerard. Have, would Liverpool have got somewhere quicker? I think quicker? it's a great question. I actually think, you never know, I, I guess, I guess, and you know my opinion on this because we've discussed this on another format you've got where mm. you make your ultimate, Spotify didn't want. Yeah. Um, maybe, <laughs> But wait, maybe well, we'll let's keep talking, talking guys. Yes. Let's um, keep talking. No, but the point is, in, it was such a great format because it brought out this. Thank uh, you. It brought out this thought from me, which was I had to put Henderson and Gerrard at odds with each other as captains and as figures of the club. Right? We're probably going a bit off topic here, but you'll, it'll go back to where we were. Within that, my point was about Gerrard. I often felt, as much as he sacrificed his body and he sacrificed so much and put it on the line. There was a, not a sacrifice of ego that went with that. And sometimes I got the, I get a feeling just from little tidbits that you get that other players felt diminished by that, which diminished therefore the whole team. But it's a bit of a chicken and egg thing where it's not his fault because he's trying to drag this him, group yeah. of people that aren't at the level that you need. And that's why when you look at Chelsea and, and how successful they've been, you know, you can, and I do it, you, f- you can throw sort of a lack of romance, a lack of loyalty, a ruthlessness. That ruthlessness leads to everyone being, one, very, very good because the money's been spent, but two, kind of staying to a level because they are f- constantly fighting for their f- future. Oh, yeah. Whereas I think we're seeing it with Tottenham. I think we certainly saw it with Liverpool several times where he would get you to a certain position because he would drag you over the line. And that's not his fault. But I think sometimes it would have been interesting to see if you'd gone and got that money, how 
how Liverpool would have got on. Because Rafa Benitez was begging Liverpool for money. Right. And if they'd have gotten how I mean what Gerard would have gone for, which was a stupid amount of the, it was 30. I think it was forty. Really? I think God. I, the, the thirty. <laughs> which is crazy one, to say now, isn't yeah, it? But like yeah. at the time, that was like. Well, bear in mind, Xabi Alonso came to the club for ten. Luis Garcia was like twenty or something like that. So maybe less. So what Rafa Benitez could have done with that money yeah. would have been to completely you know, just reform the midfield that we had. There. And it's that same thing I mentioned in the last one about Bellingham of like the, okay, do you get the one player who is your nine out of 10 yeah. or get the three players who are your yeah. seven out of 10s and, and actually build a, a To some extent, Liverpool sacrificed to accommodate Gerard. Now, combined really well with Torres down the years, all these kind of things. There were great combinations of him. It's another one we get onto. Suarez and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we totally do you over there. But <laughs> the point is with that, you know, we've got those good memories. Thank God we've got those to hang on to. I still... There's merit in what you're saying, though. Yeah, and I, and I get it. And it's not just to be clear; it's not his fault. By the way, no, not his fault. Can I just finish it with the, finish that Gerald point with this? It's also the fear of what he would have become at Chelsea, and that there was the allure of Chelsea. And why is that more alluring than what we want to represent? Yes, that yeah. was what hurt so badly. These guys are the glitz and the glamour. These guys are all the things that we don't think we are. Why are you trying to go there? You're meant to be the good Scouse lad that made yeah, it, yeah, yeah. you know. And now you're just trying to go to London and just be one of those media like, ones. Obviously, you don't get a, you don't get a, you don't get a certificate. You don't get a trophy for it. Loyalty. But but the list being top three in the list. You never pay for the drinks. Can't, yeah, it does. It does kind of matter. Let's go down that road. Mm. Dream. Imagine if Gerard had gone to Chelsea. Few questions here. You got the Gerard Lampard thing. How many Premier Leagues does he win? I think he gets a Ballon d'Or if he does. He Chelsea. win? Do yeah? Do you think he goes and wins a Ballon d'Or? Ballon d'Or. And also, if he's there with Lampard, is he the A side? Mm-hmm. Yes. Or is he the B side? I would have been so intrigued to see how it worked out because at times for England, it, it didn't fully work out when, when they played together. Um, and especially the later <laughs> on, they... yeah, yeah, especially the later on stage of their careers as well, when Gerard was dropping deeper and like kind of Frank was doing that same thing. And, uh, and then eventually, how are you fitting them in? I like there might be a world where, okay, you get Gerard in. Is there questions over moving Frank Lampard on possibly if someone goes in for him? Because, because can you fit a midfield? I mean, where would he have gone? Would he would have gone, another... he would have gone like into Milan. Yeah, Real Madrid. I think he would have got a break. Uh, it would have been like huge, Barcelona, yeah, huge, maybe huge, huge yeah. club. But Something like, like but I just don't know if there was a world when you think back to that side of like, obviously you had, you had Terry at the back, um, but then a midfield consisting because in the end, obviously it was Essien that, that, yeah. that Balak he had incredible the, as well. Balak. He's kind of in a similar role to Balak. Yeah, maybe. he could, but then. Would he have slotted in? Like, especially how long their careers were. Like, both of them were how God, how good like, longevity. Over Twelve years, like yeah. playing at the top of their game. Like, yes. would they have like like twenty twelve era? Like, would they both still be there battling in the midfield together? Would it maybe that that point that point done more harm than good? Someone would have gone out of those well, eventually, two. and it would have been Lampard. Wouldn't be Gerard, would it? Well, because because well, well, the thing if you've spent all the money with Gerard and he's been there four years, you go okay. Now you. I think that there's possibly goes back to Liverpool. It's possibly whoever gets the bigger offer. Mm. It's, it's also down to yes very true it's also down to uh, how it goes initially so say it worked because it could like it, it should have worked for England I think will, like, the way Lamp, the, how far, far forward Lampard was like the, he's Chelsea's highest goal scoring player and he's a midfielder like mm. it's ridiculous yeah. like, I think we forget sometimes the amount of times he'd come off of seasons where he's got double figures of yeah, like insane. goals and assists like, it there's, was Zach there's a whole podcast on this about <laughs> Lampard and how fantastic he was which is available now on, wherever you get your podcast yeah. the, I think Spotify what would have been mostly. interesting, right? I think it would they would have found a way to get it work because you would have got rid of the manager and found a way. And yeah, also, yeah. No, when Mourinho wanted him, bear in mind. So yeah. Yeah, that's the he other thing. He had a plan. Mourinho, yeah. It's not like he's just going, oh, throw him and see what happens. Yes, exactly. Like, Gerard was the toast of Europe at that yeah. point. Like, everyone had a quote about him. You can look it up online. Just type Gerard quote. Type in a great player. Zidane, yeah. Kaka, Xavi. Yeah. Like, anyone at Barcelona, anyone at Real Madrid. Real Madrid desperately wanted him. This guy... He was just, he was the box office that Mourinho needed. What was slightly strange was that at Liverpool, at one point, he started to play over on the, the right, right hand side. Because we didn't time. have, we didn't have this, we didn't basically have the players to play it. And that was what partly Rafa, I guess, people resented about Rafa is he didn't have the man management. But Gerard did sort of sacrifice. The problem, a lot of Gerard's sacrifices was it was that kind of, oh, I'm sacrificing again. I don't know if you've noticed. I'm <laughs> over here just sacrificing. I, it's, it's something I do. It's just the thing I do. Whereas, you know, obviously that wasn't the kind of sacrifice we needed at that point. Let's do this. You ready? Deep breath, Lars. The slip. Okay. 
In goes the needle. So had Gerard signed for Chelsea, he would never have slipped. No, well, no, he would have. It's <laughs> just that it would have been Denver Bar going through for us. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, true. Yeah. It would have been uh, inconsequential. Yeah. So well, a no, couple of things that yeah. occur here. I, try, I watched it back. Yeah. Mm. Trying to find something else. Is it Sacco's fault? Yeah. Is it his fault? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it? Because it isn't. It no, bloody isn't. No. It so, isn't. Because if you go back and watch the, the Maradona guard, I think the guys at Soccer M found this. They found that Glenn Hoddle gets fouled in the build-up to the Maradona guard. Right. right? The, the unbelievable one. <laughs> yeah. Right? And it's a, it is really, it's a foul. A foul nowadays or a foul then? Regardless, I think. Isn't it funny how you were not alive, I think, when that happened, right? Or, you, you know, no, maybe... Uh, yeah. I was, uh, I was uh, three, two months old. Right, okay. You watch the people in those shirts, and because you like that shirt, you go, outrageous. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, no, it's, there's definitely... If it goes to VAR, if they sort of push it, maybe. Sure. So, yeah, I go back and watch it. I go, there might be something here I can sort of find. There's not. Absolutely not. No. It is 100%... Steven Gerrard. Just a poor fault. touch. One thing I've, I will just chuck out there. Can Mignolet do better? I think, so first of all, not only can Mignolet do better, but everyone... Does Alisson does Allison save the day? Oh, 100%. One one? Yeah, yeah. Alisson I think he really, day. really does. Yeah, yeah. Alisson saves the day and everyone goes, that was silly, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the gutting thing, I think there are two things that uh, go with this, right? It was the fact that, three things. The fact that it was Gerrard... If it's Sacco or someone else, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think then Gerard goes right, lads. I'm pulling us through this. So it was kind of like, oh wait a minute. It was like watching Superman without his powers. Then it's the fact that everyone literally just goes, shit, <laughs> and they just watch him go oh, to it was, like barely anyone. Like horrific. everyone else was treading through mud, whereas mm. Demba Bar suddenly gets a great finish and pace. Like, what happened there? Gerard chasing him. He's yeah. a bit older, isn't he? But yeah, I know. And then the after feeling, the feeling afterwards inside that stadium is basically just, oh no, it's happening. Yeah. That's what it was. It or, completely. Or it was kind of not happening. And not only that, but because he was the proxy to so many people and the hero of it, it was like, oh no, it is, it's happening to us. Yeah. Like that, if it was someone else, you can separate yourself from it. It's different. Jose's on the touchline, isn't it? Is it Jose? Was it Jose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, it's yeah, Jose. Yeah, yeah. No, no, because Jose also chose walking over. So that Jose got Jose got pissed off yeah. by uh, Brendan Rodgers because Rodgers made a basically Rodgers didn't defer the game because Mourinho wanted to play at a different time due to the Champions League. Am I Correct. wrong about that? Correct. Right, and that's where Mourinho went. Right, I feel the I feel the full side, and so arguably the team would have just gone. Yeah, whatever, mate. If Rodgers, who could be managing another team very soon. <laughs> Hadn't done this. So the one thing I would say with that... It's his fault. <laughs> yeah. And I guess the Champions League overrides the Liverpool rivalry. I still think he's putting out a pretty strong team. Oh, no. I, 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 I get what you're saying. Mourinho's also got that. Like, if you win the game, then Mourinho sort of goes, leak that. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about Torres in a second. But Demba Bar, his... <laughs> Sorry, Zach just grimaced at me. Demba Bar, it, it's amazing how, like, little moments will just make you... You don't... You really don't have to do much... To be a, a, an iconic legend of a club, you Denver just need to do something. You just I need to do something liked, at yeah. the right time. He's just in the right place at the right time. Well, you know, for place, Brendan well. Rodgers, I think the rest of his career is obviously hugely impacted by Gerard's slip. Mm. For Gerard as well, it's like it's the equivalent now. If you're if you listen to this and you're too young to sort of to, or you weren't into to, to it that much at that point, football, it's like if Messi had slipped in the final. And the, the ache that anyone who's a neutral who doesn't hate Liverpool, you're like, because I think you're right. When that goal goes in, there's a there's a sort of it's not even a groan. There's a it's oh like a there's a there's a oh, yeah. silence because you're like, oh no, it's it's not happening. Yeah. He's not getting what, and that's what, what it became. Deserves. It was about yeah, it was yeah. about doing it for Gerard. Yeah. He deserves that one Premier League trophy. It was like oh no, and is it that game or the Palace game where the Sky cameras catch the that we. We don't Norwich let game. This, so it's the we Norwich don't game before it. Oh, yeah. okay. That make, that it's. Oh, I think goodness. it's iconic, regardless. But that really, you know, if you are a Chelsea fan or you don't like Steven Gerrard, that is just uh, we can't it, chef's kiss. We don't because yeah, we go. Yeah, we don't let. It's not sensationalised. It's not chef's kiss. But it's the word. Chef's kiss, though, is if it? You're, not, yeah. If you're a Chelsea fan, I think right. it is. I think sure. it is. I think that that's slightly. Uh, I think if you're a Chelsea fan, I just if you're listening and you are taking pleasure in this, um, <laughs> it's slightly pathetic. Don't you think that you take such pleasure in that? <laughs> and that's why it's chef's kiss. And that's why it's chef's kiss. Yeah. So Brendan Rodgers, his career for like, and when I talk about all roads lead to the Gerard slip, mm-hmm. 
Brendan Rodgers, it's an interesting one here. Like he has, you know, he's been to to Scotland. He's won the FA Cup with Leicester. Look, we spoke about him. <laughs> Name some of the big achievements. But that is a huge achievement winning the FA Cup with Leicester. You don't think that's a huge I achievement? Think a I think it's a, I think it's a decent achievement. Uh, that's a Liverpool fan talking there. No, if no, you, but are, you, mate, you get what I'm saying though. Where where he could have been like, in terms of the final. So, yeah, but but right. So the ripple effect here is the fact that. He goes to Celtic. He wins numerous trophies there. I think he is still. He will. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to, to Celtic at some sure. point. I wouldn't even be surprised if that happens in the next eighteen months. Would they take him back? I don't know. I think they definitely would. Because he walked away and he was he'd done brilliantly for them. Leicester City again. I think they're all they're all sort of going on about how his, his legacy's tainted because of the no 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 no. He did very very well with that team. They he were did. very very close and won that FA Cup. Mm. That is. That is huge and, for and that nearly Champions League football teases, teases yeah. in a row, like very close. And he'll go on to, you know, go on to manage different clubs. If he wins the league that year, we don't get Klopp. You don't get Klopp. Mm. And because he's got he too much in the bank. There, if he stays there, do you think Suarez stays or he goes no, regardless? He goes, he goes regardless. Yeah. If anything, he's more reason to go. So, do you think Brendan Rodgers has had a better career overall because? of the slip and it not working out because they didn't win the league despite not having that Premier League winners medal. Because the league trumps all. So I think the league trumps all. I think the league trumps all. I think the league... And it's not just... Treble, treble, treble. So it's not just the fact it's a Premier... it's It's the fact it's a Premier League at Liverpool. He becomes the manager that broke the curse. So right. I and you get he's it. Like maybe if, if you're in Scotland, is he Jurgen? He's Klopp? not. He's got that status, but he's yeah. not Jurgen Klopp. Good. If that yeah, makes yeah. sense, he's Jurgen not Klopp without being Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen, mm. uh, or he gets that status. In the retrospect, obviously we go. How well ah, do they do the next season? Because you're saying Suarez goes regardless. Gerard probably walks away. Maybe, well, maybe Ger- not. Maybe, maybe Gerard not. walks. Yeah, maybe you're right about that. Yeah, I, th- I think because that next year it was it was like Raheem Sterling. Can you help us out here? There was, was sort of, it, there was sort of a bit of apathy, I think, after that. I think because of that deflation and maybe because, again, of everything that happened, maybe similar to this season where they so close didn't mm. get it, there was a bit of, how do we go again? Yeah. What, what do we? And it was a bit like, how do we go again with you? Do you because your methods got us to that point. Mm. Does that make sense? If you don't have... So Brendan Rodgers gets another three years. Mm. So the sort of crossing of paths with Jurgen Klopp doesn't occur. There was a bit of a gap there because Brendan Rodgers kind of went halfway through the season and I think very early. Liverpool finished eighth or something and mm-hmm. it didn't really matter because he Got had to Europa League final. Because final. Yes. Lost it severe. Do you think that he Klopp still becomes the Liverpool manager? And if not, where does he end up? I fear he'd end up at a United or someone like that. And I fear that Manchester United would be the worst nightmare. It would be my worst nightmare because it would basically validate. And I think, to some extent, a lot of Manchester United fans' uh, nightmare because it validates the Glazers project. But it it does because uh, I think Klopp is a classic. He is definitely the Man United manager he if Brendan Rodgers wins that league. Absolutely, because they've Gerard got great. They've got great fans. They've got they've got everything that he would want in a fan base, and they're kind of at the apex of needing a Klopp at that point. It just makes me feel sick. <laughs> and do you know what? He not only goes there, he kills it. Yeah, absolutely. He absolutely like blows and to the point where people are like, well, money is to he, build the squad is he as good as, well. as, is good is he as good as Sir Alex? It's that kind of conversation. Yeah. Like and Seriously. he's seen he's pictured with Sir Alex having dinner, all these kind of things that Eric Ten Hag has now. He, there's all these lovely legacy things and Manchester United are a much more human, globally dominating club. And here's the thing. Do Man City get bought if Jurgen Klopp? Do Man City challenge in the same way? Is it the same path if Klopp is so powerful at Manchester United? I think yeah. I think I think City are still dominant. I think I think Klopp wins more titles. Yes, wins more titles. Like you know the the era. What was it? United City have won five. You guys won one. Like it might be three three. Quite a painful podcast. This it might be three. Yeah. <laughs> it and, could be yeah. three. And so again, you, you get you get that Premier League trophy with Brendan Rodgers. You don't get Klopp. Where are Liverpool right now, and how that the Klopp years at Liverpool? Do you know so you know Europa League? Like I say Europa League finals, two champions, three Champions League finals. Yeah, all of that. Where are Liverpool right now? Well, who comes in then after if Klopp's gone to United? Who comes in after? So Brendan's done. Two, David Moyes. Brendan. Brendan's <laughs> done. Two, Brendan's done two of his three years. They've gone. Okay, thank you for the league title, Brendan. But it's time, time to, to move go. on. Yeah. Time to go. What year is this? Twenty. Twenty sixteen. Sixteen. 
if he's had a bit more time. Yeah, maybe Antonio Conte's just moved to Chelsea. Not a good guy. They have to be a good guy. Have to be a good guy. Tuchel, maybe. Tuchel's a possibility. Tuchel's just at Dortmund at the moment. But he sort of failed at Dortmund. Dortmund was a bit of a busted flush. He's won a DFB Pacal. But he's it's a bit of a busted flush. It relatively. Are you? uh, Although you've see again, you've done that. The squad's not great. Is Unai it? Emery, Unai Emery, because... Uh, do so, you do so, a Blackburn Rovers? You know when Blackburn Rovers won the league and then they just sort of, they were like mid-table the so, next season? Because you were I mid-table do, the next so season. I, so I do think it's that, but I think it is someone like Unai Emery. And the reason we go for an Unai, Unai Emery is, <laughs> right? Here's my logic. We, Hang on, in the last podcast you were going, why didn't they all go for Unai Emery? Yeah, yeah well, you hypocrite. <laughs> Not Liverpool. Uh, oh, right. maybe, ceiling, maybe if Liverpool are mid-table. If cover, Liverpool are mid-table. Point, yeah, the reason point, we go yeah, for yeah. Unai Emery... They want to be mid-table. ...is we miss Rafa. Unai Emery is a pragmatic Spanish manager yeah, yeah, yeah. who embodies a lot of the same things and the club embrace him and his little weird ways. And, and no, he is he is a bit unusual, it's fair to say. He's got some idiosyncrasies that sort of we yeah, yeah, yeah. get him out there. And attention to detail. That's like yeah. loads of like loads of meetings, all that thing. And we love that. Like so we meeting. we embrace that and we go, Oh, we'll compete in, you know, sure. Europa League one season, Champions League the next. And we're just stuck in this mid-level area. And FSG probably sell us, maybe, weirdly, without Jurgen Klopp, we don't get to that massive valuation and Liverpool actually get bought by and become the thing they hate. Wow. Steven Gerrard then becomes manager. Steven Gerrard becomes manager <laughs> and the wasted 500 million that, that whoever invested it is because Gerard buys five versions of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. That's it. And Gerard Jude Bellingham still ends up at Liverpool. <laughs> With Why the way Chelsea relevant in all this, sorry, I just <laughs> all this up. With the way that it's all worked out, do you, if Gerard, uh, if Gerard stays, uh, sorry, if Klopp, if Gerard wins the league, mm-hmm. okay, and then becomes a manager, but Brendan Rodgers is stuck around, and Klopp never happened, Gerard, I think, has a better chance of being the Liverpool manager than mm-hmm. he actually does now. Agreed. Oh yeah, yeah, one million percent. Of course, because also. In my head, Gerard joins Liverpool before going to Villa, so still has the good good times of, sure, of range. Because we don't know how good it can be. Yeah, yeah, we're a bit like, desperate. It's you're sort like of where like Frank Lampard was for Chelsea. Yeah, it's a roll of the dice. Yeah, 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 where we're sort of going, oh, who can it be? Yeah, you're so right. He is. He basically becomes Frank Lampard. Hellish, amazing, hellish, frightening stuff. It's hellish. Uh, finish off with the Torres transfer. Oh, we did you boys. We did you boys. No, do you know what? Again, you've you've taken me to a deeper depth of hell. Oh. Here. Because we took them when they loved him. So we loved him full stop. Yes. When he came, there was the whole Nike ad where it was like there was a whole ad built around him. People were being taught Spanish. Uh, people were loving the fact that he had apparently had this like tattoo on his arm of you never walk alone or tattoo somewhere on his body of you never walk alone. And it was like, well, he's destined to be a guy at the club. He was so good. He was. He was so good. I don't think as a child. And then he was so bad. Mm. This is. I don't think as a child. You. I was so excited for a signing. Like it was Fernando. You were twenty-seven. Oh right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I was like, oh, this like it's going to work out Mm. as well. Because also this was a contingency after Drogba. Right, and as much as he Jogba was amazing, like he's got so good for the big games. Jogba was never the the Torres kind of goal scorer of like completely different players. Right, they Mm. are, yeah, but like it looked as if Torres was going to score twenty plus goals every season. Whereas Jogba did that once, Mm. maybe twice, Um, because he facilitated other people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah, the the, the sort of Chelsea, the Chelsea striker curse. Oh, wasn't begins well sort of Fernando. truly begins because I think it would have been like oh Sevchenko didn't work and this one didn't work, didn't work and then work, you right. go right enough of this yeah. 50 mil bosh best striker who's in the been, league who's been amazing way, in the Premier League 50 mil there you go 50 yeah, mil back crazy. then yeah. crazy it's like 100 now it's, yes. I'm not joking yeah, yeah. it's it was 100 more. million more, now maybe. more yeah, more yeah. It's, was any part of you like because obviously there's such a love for him we couldn't believe any moment you like take that because what because he kept getting injured Sorry, I thought he said 50. 15? Yeah. 15 <laughs> mil? Yeah, fine, we'll take that. And then when the facts came through, they went, oh, you've typo there. That's, uh, tipex that out. Yeah, yeah. Is, I'm just going to call them. They've got this completely... Go, yeah. No, no, no. no, 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 no. You, you sign it. Go, go, go. Yeah. Um, that was the point, was we, we'd received... I think he'd come back from the World Cup, had he? Yeah. yeah. So he'd come back from we the World... We signed him when he was injured. Right, yeah, exactly. So he'd come back from the World <laughs> Cup. Liverpool were on a down anyway. We're on a down and down and down and down and down. Roy Hodgson... 
he's cut his hair so he doesn't look like Fernando Just Torres anymore. Mm. Essentially, it, what, what the way I remember Fernando is he had the hairband and the the the, the long, gold locks, the, the gold, gold locks at the back, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he goes away and he's doing all his celebrations and he hears just he's so much energy he's got these big sort of flipper like feet that sort of flip the ball from one place to the other he's turn a pace and he'd got this injury but he'd also got this little sort of move that he could do that he could no longer do and he'd gone away at the world cup i don't think he'd been particularly happy about mm. that because everything that had happened and i don't think he was particularly well enshrouded within that um within that spanish team and then he'd come back and he basically looked depressed and the way he was playing and the, he actually dyed his hair black so it's it like he'd gone through yes, some sort of like yeah, yeah. it was very emo it was like when grunge music Wednesday Adams it. was playing yeah, up front yeah, for Liverpool coming the into the ground wearing a Nirvana no but it was like that it, <laughs> what, yeah but, but like but almost like a faded Nirvana hoodie you right. know and it was clear he didn't want to be there right do, it, do you think that with the injury, injury thing and sort of knowing that he was not the same player is that a hindsight thing? Or like no, we knew it. No, no, we really knew it. We knew at the time. And everyone was saying it at the time. I mean, in Liverpool circles, everyone was saying it. It wouldn't, maybe it, now it would penetrate because we'd be tweeting it. Yeah. And people are going, oh, we, we got you there. Right. Quite recent, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the same back then. And uh, didn't Gerard, like, have you ever heard about Gerard speak about when Torres left? Like, it broke his heart. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, yeah, it absolutely yeah, yeah. broke it. But it was, because, it was not so much that Torres had left. It was that it was an acknowledgement that the, the thing that was so much hope at the start of the yeah. Torres thing was gone. And that that had ended. Right. And so that was it. It was, it was because the people we replaced him with were, like, just nothings, really. Like, we were bringing him, like, Jovanovic and people yeah. like that at the time. Or and Gog, Jovanovic. wasn't it? David and Gog was an immediate replacement for it. So that was what it was. I think that was always the difficulty with Liverpool as well, was the fact that you had four or five really good guys and the rest, whereas Chelsea, it was always, like, just, uh, you know, quality yeah. throughout. Yeah. So throughout. if you lose someone like that, then you're always going to be and single. You don't replace them. Yeah. Yeah. Although you did replace him. You spent the money very, very well. well sort of 50%. Well, yeah. 60% well. Uh, Buying no, Luis Suarez. There's the great photo of Andy Carroll and Luis Suarez next to each other. And everyone's like, Carroll's. You go, who do you think they spent more money on? Yeah. It's like Carroll's like double. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Double. Do you think, do you think after that, they went to the photographer. Next time we do this, could you just get a picture of both individually as well? Yeah, absolutely. Because we that was a Liverpool thing. <laughs> Liverpool yeah. things seem to Liverpool Mate, seem to keep buying teams. Five people. And they love they love a group photo yeah. with the with the players. And that was terrible. I mean, that was part of the club ethos. Do you right. know what I mean? Your team. Torres, yeah. Torres speaking team. about the slip. Sorry, lost one on it. The toughest day. I felt so sorry for Stevie and Liverpool. It was so hard seeing the people in the stands. I still feel the same way for them. No matter what has happened, I still love them. D did you ever feel like he was a Chelsea player? Because uh, it felt off from the start, mm, didn't it? You know, I, I actually did an interview with him. It was like one of, the, one of my moments where I was like, oh my God, this is like Fernando Torres. Um, and I've never, I felt so weird after because I asked him about the Champions League when Chelsea won the Champions League. And obviously, he scored the goal. Oh. And yeah, exactly. Well, so that was going to say, and, if you think about the Denver Bar thing, again, you don't have to do too much. You just got to do something yeah, at the right time. Do, that is yeah, exactly. that is Torres, right? Exactly. Um, but he said that I was like, I was like, oh, he's like, how was it? And he kind of he said actually, he felt that like the Champions League wasn't win wasn't his if that made sense, and was more like theirs like. Frank Lampard's Terry right. Drop, so on and so forth, um, which just in me was like, oh bless him. I was mm. like, his best moment at, yeah. his, at the club, and because actually his best moment came in the Europa League win the next season, where he actually found a, a decent amount of form. Mm. But I mean, him and him in general at Chelsea was just like, I that if you don't believe in a curse in football, then you you never will after the Fernando yeah, yeah, Torres yeah. one. There's that there's that chance against Manchester United, yeah. where David Hay is in goal. I can still see that, and he just he just you go he, he misses. And you just think so. The ball comes across wow. to him, and it's basically a gaping net, yeah. and he puts it wide. But the shots it was it was replayed so much at the time, and it was kind of like a bit of a Twitter moment but in that sense. You must get into your own head. Like I know for a fact as well, not to go too far ahead, but that, uh, I know that like Morata was like this. They doesn't believe in curses. Doesn't believe in curses. Had that first season because remember he was number nine. Mm. Changed the number to twenty nine. Wow, because Paul he, Furlong's number. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because yeah. he didn't believe uh, he, he believed it was. Uh, I think wild. That, that's the with Chelsea. I was just thinking that they're like, you know, that that nature of what a Chelsea squad looks like and what mm. a Liverpool squad looks like, and it was about those key members for Liverpool. Chelsea was just quality, 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 quality. The psychology of football kind of comes into it in that environment with Chelsea. That as much as that will kind of lift up 
and afford you quality and standards with most of that team, that one position where Liverpool, if you get in that quality striker, I think the almost lack of expectation sometimes will lift up that player yeah, to yeah, new yeah. heights. So with Chelsea, it just makes them crumble, doesn't yeah. it? Like realistically, I can say Drogba, Diego Costa, who was two years, and I actually think Tammy Abraham was was pretty good. Like he scored fifteen goals in his first didn't season. Didn't fail, did he? Didn't fail. Yeah, didn't. Like I wouldn't say, oh, he was affected by the curse, but that's like over twenty something years. We've yeah, got three players. Yeah, like, and so many. And we've bought on. so many. Like the amount of money Chelsea spent on strikers. Like Romelu Lukaku was a hundred million. We mm. had him beforehand. But it's it is that, that position well. where you're kind of snookered a little bit because you can't go. The, the, the big money things is not really working. Let's go with the youngster. Yeah. But you don't. You can't do that. Steve Sibbel played it. Steve Sibbel played it. He was a number yeah. nine. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. his goal scoring record was better than yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, that's probably true. Yeah, per game. Uh, guys, it's been absolute joy to sit down and chat with you both. Uh, about this it's fascinating isn't it seeing where it would go it's interesting to talk about especially when you the two are so juxtaposed in like modern culture mm. I think and even now like it's weird it's weird to go back through these memories and see how quickly things that were so key in my life are forgotten mm. and are just ch- flicked away like that Champions League final in 05 that is now some people now in TikTok and YouTube videos have to go. So that was a final where Liverpool were three nil down at half time, and yeah. people go, "No, you wouldn't believe it." Is that? Yeah. But even now, it's like that feels so far. That's that's almost twenty years away now. Mm. I so, think that's just in football in general, like the way how football just goes so quickly. And like again, we mentioned not like the Chelsea stuff with the manager. We could be five weeks from now and be like, "Oh my god!" Like how they've sorted it out, or it's, yeah, like, it's gone yeah. ten times. Yeah. Like it's just constantly. It's the most uh, fickle sport in the world. Yeah. Where one minute you're on top of the world, uh, and the next. You know, it's also great because I think the I can feel that whenever we play Chelsea, there is also is on the cusp of becoming nasty again. So it's not like this season, maybe not, although because I think we're both so apathetic to what's going on this season. You're still kind of aligned, though. You're still together a little bit. Yeah, but but that's kind of that's that's it. And and again. Which ones Through which? very different mm. strategies. Yeah. Like throwing too much money at it, Chelsea. And Liverpool kind We're of begging sticking, for cash. And, but kind of sticking with something that had worked for you. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. amazing there is that somehow you do kind of keep this like intertwined. Yeah, like they go down, we go down. so different. And, and even then, I think it's like at any moment, I think Liverpool and Chelsea fans are ready to have that rivalry again. It's mm. sort of primed for that because yeah. there is a, there's always, especially if, you know, neither team has really gotten what they really want, the full squeeze out of the juice. That means it's always ready to go again. Yep. So there's always someone going, oh, we can hate them in 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, guys, thanks again. Um, guys, if you're listening, um, tweet me with a ripple effect that we've missed from this because I know you guys go away and think about it and there's so much there could be a part two with so many of these the Good Johnson one do you remember when Good Johnson like fired the ball across the yeah that moment I remember my stomach dropping because it's I rated Good Johnson Mm. and I was like that goes in so many moments every other time that goes in amazing right guys yes uh, follow the podcast give us a five star rating go check out Lawrence McKenna's channel on YouTube it's fantastic go check out Zach on Football Daily uh, and his Twitter account as well so that you get some personal followership from this as well and uh, enjoy yourselves just generally see you soon